Cook Inlet Housing has developments across Anchorage, including a new 33-unit building in Spinard. It's an area of town better known for funky artists and a colorful past than for state-of-the-art modern housing. The development doesn't do much for solving the city's need for 900 new dwellings per year, but it does help solve a different problem, the deterioration of a community. I'm Ann Hillman with Alaska Public Media's Solutions Desk, a look at what's working to make communities stronger. Tyler Robinson with Cook Inlet Housing walks down the narrow, rough Spinard sidewalk around an area known as Dead Man's Curve. So this was uh, Papa Joe's, PJ's, um, shall we say, Gentleman's Club. Cook Inlet Housing bought the land at auction from the U.S. Marshals about five years ago. Robinson says it's an area with a lot of history. The parcel across the street was a strip club, too. But Spinard is also a place that evokes pride. A few lots away sits an old post office building. It was converted to offices and shops years ago. But people remember. They'll remember when they had a, a post office box at P.O. Box, Spinard, Alaska, right? And, and they came and got their mail, you know, right here. Robinson says Cook Inlet is trying to make Spinard about more than its past. They want to help give it a bright future. Over 10 years, Cook Inlet Housing bought up enough parcels at the intersection of 36th Avenue and Spinard to build the new orange and gray window-filled apartment complex that has retail space on the ground floor. They also reclaimed a contaminated lot across the street and plan to eventually add another 100 or so housing units. But Robinson says their goal isn't just to be landlords. Primarily, we use housing to develop community. Cook Inlet is trying to jumpstart Spinard. And we felt that if we could sort of get things going in the area, uh, then other investment would follow as well. And it has. Up the street from the shiny new apartments, Laura Cameron stands in a half-finished bakery. Dipper Donuts is only partly open for business, but they've started baking some batches for delivery. She opens a box. In the box is, if you're a classic donut lover, we have our old our old-fashioned cake donut, and that has a salted brown butter glaze on it. It's wonderful, especially with a cup of coffee. Cameron starts talking about the donuts they have planned, too, like a rhubarb jelly-filled confection. It was, it was brilliant. It was, I changed my whole outlook on the jelly-filled donut. I didn't know that they could not be gross. The kitchen behind her is already tidy. Fryers are empty. Garbage pails full of flour and sugar are neatly stored beneath metal tables. The baking crew is gone by mid-morning, having worked through the night in a neighborhood with the aforementioned storied past. Spinard has a reputation for not being safe, though the city's crime map puts it on par with many other areas of town. Cameron admits crime is a bit of a concern. It is, it is. We've taken um, a few steps to get a little bit of training, um, and we've talked through, okay, what if, what, how, what, how would we react, what steps will we take if something happened. She says they've installed more cameras and are working with neighboring businesses to keep an eye out for things that seem off. But despite that, Cameron says they specifically chose Spinard for their new craft bakery, partially because it's a good location for delivering donuts and coffee all over town, and partly because it's filled with potential and organizations are investing in the area to improve it. Big investment in the low road improvements was the first thing I looked at. 
And then quickly after that, it was, oh, yeah, Cook Inlet and Church of Love are on to something, and they're investing as well. So there was a couple different investments in community that that we were seeing that we could benefit from. She says the new developments will bring residents and shoppers to her door. Tom McGrath owns part of the building that houses Dipper Donuts. He started buying property in the area 30 years ago because he saw the potential even then. When we bought those lots back in the 80s, we thought, this area is ripe for development. He joined a task force to get rid of the massage parlors and sex workers. 25 years ago, he started pushing for a road redesign that's just now being built. We don't do things real fast here. He's retired now and has sold some of his lots for the new developments. He says the new housing is strengthening the neighborhood and bringing in opportunities for new entrepreneurs. So it only took 30 years, but it's happening. So it's a good thing. Sometimes housing isn't just a solution for stabilizing a family. It also stabilizes a community. Want to hear more great Alaska ideas? Check out the Solutions Desk at alaskapublic.org solutions. You can also subscribe to the podcast on Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, and NPR One. Thanks to the listener who suggested a story on Cook Inlet's developments. From the Solutions Desk, I'm Ann Hillman.